0: Hey, 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 here we are, it is Monday, April 10th, and I'm Tom Young and I'm here for anchor.fm.com podcast called Money Shifts and my Facebook group called The Family Money Farm Group on Facebook. We're here to change people's lives, change their thinking, and make sure that they find the correct way to not lose money. Remember, my goal is to avoid losses and not chase interest rates. If you remember the story, the turtle won the race because it was slow and steady versus the erratic movement of the rabbit. We start every presentation with prayers for everybody in the world. This coronavirus, COVID virus, COVID-19, China virus, Wuhan lab, all of this is It's getting scary because the more and more that I read, my opinion becomes more and more that this was a connived virus of some kind made in a laboratory. That through some error or purposeful error was leaked and spread around the world. In my mind, again, my opinion, it appears to me to have been a test to see how effective it would be And then I read about more viruses that they have connived to increase the deadliness of these viruses to 20, 30, 40% death rate. Maybe that falls in line with this depopulation theory they're talking about. But that's not our subject today. Our prayers go out for everybody that has had their health impaired by the virus or by the vaccines that they were given. We pray for those who have lost loved ones, and especially for the loved ones who have been lost, that the Lord would open his arms and gather them into his kingdom of heaven above. In Jesus' name we pray. We add our prayers for Ukraine and Russia and all those in the world that have been troubled by weather and, and tornadoes here in the U.S., twisters, etc. We pray for everybody. We pray that in Ukraine and Russia, that somehow these men that are waging this war would find a roadway, road less travel to peace and stop the destruction and the killing and the maiming of people that is going on there. I, I have no understanding of this and why people couldn't negotiate a solution. Anyway, in Jesus name we pray. You know, I look at this every day and when I do these podcasts, I, I, you know, I've had like a million 1.4 thousand listeners listening to my podcast. I don't know whether that's a lot or a little, I would hope and pray that this gets shared. Uh, My mind is clear on what my purpose is to touch a million lives before I die with information that I believe is critical to your family and financial success your personal well-being health and fitness all of those things apply at the same time we start with quotes every day we're still talking about quotes from winston churchill today's quote it is a mistake to look too far ahead only one link in the chain of destiny can be handled at a time isn't that interesting you know so we look at this and and the things that are going on and, and I want to talk today about a couple of things. I want to talk about some principles of prosperity, uh, things that we need to learn how to do in order to ensure, ensure, ensure our future financial security. Isn't that basically what we're all working for? Some kind of financial security in the years coming ahead when maybe we won't be physically capable of working or mentally capable of working, to have enough resources that we will be able to maintain and live some kind of acceptable, livable lifestyle at that time. You know, there are four questions I always ask people, you know, how much money do I have to save between now and that time in my life when I might retire so that I will have enough money that will last me and provide an income throughout the remainder of my lifetime with adjustments for inflation. Okay, well, how much interest do I have to earn on that money I'm saving between now and then? Again, so I will have enough resources, enough money to generate income for the remainder of my life to maintain my lifestyle with adjustments for inflation. In my mind, what is that magic date that I hope to be able to retire. And then the question is how much would I be willing to lower my lifestyle so that I could retire with enough money and revenue and income to generate income with adjustments for inflation throughout my life expectancy and possibly my wife's life expectancy. Those are the questions We have a problem going on in America and I believe it's a problem that's going on literally around the world. And it leads all the way back to the federal reserve. There was a video that I shared recently. It was an interview with gentleman who was the author of the book, the creature of Jekyll Island. The creature of Jekyll Island book is about the formation of the banking cartel. That was later renamed the federal reserve. So it would be more acceptable to people. But federal reserve as a name doesn't make it federal in any way, shape or form, nor is there any government oversights. The federal reserve is made up of federal reserve banks, which are all privately owned institutions. And I believe that a large percentage of that ownership leads to BlackRock and Vanguard, the two largest investment firms together, control 95% or more of all of all of the manufacturing and the corporations around the world. Tell me that doesn't equal some kind of influence. When they are some of the largest stockholders of some of the largest corporations around the world that is leading us to this wokeness around the world. I printed some information out today. I wanted to share some of this with you. Uh, and, And this one, now this is from Wikipedia. I'll give them credit. The 2023 global banking crisis emerged in March of 2023, following a period of central bank mediated intermediated rising interest rates after mid 2022, which followed a previous epoch of several years with extremely low interest rate policy since 2020. Bank capital reserves declined due to falling bond prices, decreasing the market value of the bonds, leading to some banks selling bonds at a steep loss as yields on new bonds were much higher. During the week ending March the 12th of March, on 12 March 23, two large banks in the United States with significant exposure to technology sector and or cryptocurrency, Silicon Valley Bank and Silvergate Bank failed, while another bank, Signature Bank, entered liquidation under financial distress. Within two weeks, several of the world's largest banks failed or were shut down by regulators. Banking regulators from multiple jurisdictions, including US Federal Reserve Bank, the Bank of Canada, Bank of England, Bank of Japan, European Central Bank and Swiss National Bank stepped in to provide extraordinary liquidity to attempt to prevent the banking crisis from affecting more banks. Now, The first bank to fail cryptocurrency focused Silvergate Bank announced it would wind down on March 8th due to losses suffered in its loan portfolio. Two days later, upon the announcement of an attempt to raise capital, a bank run occurred at Silicon Valley Bank, causing it to collapse and be seized by regulators that day. Signature Bank, a bank that frequently did business with cryptocurrency firms was closed by regulators Tuesdays later two days later on March 12th, with regulators citing systemic risks. Now, I'm not gonna read any further than that. There's another one here. This is Janet Yellen, and this is out of another article. Secretary of Treasury Janet Yellen on Sunday instructed the Federal Reserve Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation to guarantee Silicon Valley Bank customers will have access to all of their money starting Monday by guaranteeing all deposits, even the uninsured money customers kept with the failed SVB bank. The government can ensure public confidence in America's banking system, said Yellen. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell and FDIC Chairman Martin Gruenberg in a joint statement. American regulators are working through the weekend on an extraordinary plan to make Silicon Valley Bank customers whole after the financial institution's stunning and rapid, rapid collapse. And this includes, would guarantee all uninsured deposits held by SVB customers. Now, all that being said, what does that mean? Well, folks, if, if the banking regulators are bailing out depositors that are big depositors, they have deposits in excess of $250,000. So a family, a husband and wife, can have $250,000 protected each or a total of $500,000 protected. If they own a business, that's another Social Security or an EIN number. So that is also protected up to $250,000. And the numbers that I saw in the article was 94% of all the depositors in the SVB bank to the tune of $151 billion, that's with a B, a billion dollars, were in excess of the $250,000 deposit level that was protected and now the federal reserve that has already broke. They have $9 trillion on their balance sheet of money. They have printed for nothing. And now they're going to put up more money as loans to these banks to bail out depositors that exceed the $250,000 level. Folks, we are on the verge, the verge of ridiculous, stupid decisions that reminds me of the 2008 debacle that you and I, the taxpayers ended up spending taxpayer dollars equal to a couple of hundred billion dollars to bail out Wall Street firms who had made dumb, stupid, risky decisions and lost. And yours and my tax dollars were used, as it is now. These dollars that are coming from the Federal Reserve, (laughs) those are on you and I, folks. Those are all on you and I in some way or another. In 2008, what really happened? Well, we have to go back a ways before that when Bill Clinton in 1999 mandated that the banks would loan money to those people over there that historically do not make payments. They do not pay back their loans. But he mandated that they loan money to those people or the government would call it and attack the banks and call it discrimination. So therefore, the banks started to loan money. In Virginia, there were over a million mortgage loans made to illegal immigrants. No job, no ability to pay the loans back. And that was countrywide was the name of the firm that was affiliated with the federal government. And, and therefore, they were making unbelievable amounts of money on fees doing these mortgages. Well, who would know it? The banks figured out first that the mortgages were not going to be good. So they bundled them up and started giving them and selling them to Wall Street. Now, if you remember, if you got a mortgage around that time, all of a sudden you got a letter and your payments that you had to make were being paid to another banking system, another banking firm. See, what was going on is the banks would make all these mortgages. They would make all the fees. Then they would bundle the mortgages together in a package and sell them to Wall Street. Wall Street would in turn sell investors on the idea. These are mortgages. These are good instruments. These are first mortgages on single family homes, and these are high quality. So they continued to bundle them together and get investors to put money in. Now, if you realize that there was some very hefty millions of dollars in fines paid by these firms that were were found to have misled investors as to the risk level of these investments. A company called AIG stepped up and they said, look, you know, we will insure these portfolios with what were known as credit default swaps, credit default swap. So that meant that if, a, if a, one of these mortgages in the portfolio defaulted, AIG would buy it out. Then they would bundle it and resell it again as a more risky type of investment, etc. So that was the game that was going on. And guess what? Somebody come along and pulled all their pants down and showed their ASS's and, and they were caught. So AIG was so big that it could not, well, we can't allow it to fail. Although these companies, you know, when companies fail, there is always another investor willing to buy them and fix them and rehabilitate them. So when companies fail, it isn't always that default to zero value type thing. There is always just like SVB Bank. There was another banking system that was ready to take over SVB Bank. But the Federal Reserve, they didn't like this piece, people. So they, they can that they would not allow this company to step in and prevent the collapse of the SVB bank. Amazing how much politics and fat, old people come involved in this. You know, these, these fat old men and, and etc cetera, that, that make these investment decisions that eventually cost you and I, the taxpayers, billions of dollars of our tax dollars are lost to these people that make unbelievable bad decisions. So here's the game plan, folks. You need to learn some new rules. There are four new rules that are in my book, Financial Mastery Coaching, The Blueprint, and The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Number one, you save 20% of your gross annual income. You know, you might have to lower your lifestyle a little bit and stop spending money. You need to draw it back. You need to be able to save 20% of your gross annual income. And I don't mean put it all in your 401k plan. That's a story for another day. But why would you partner with the government that is spending money like water? They have ridden. They have driven the debt and the unfunded liability to over $203, 213000000000000 trillion, which just simply means they're going to need more and more and more of our tax dollars in the future to operate. So why would you partner with the government in a plan that simply postpones the tax on the money? And while it's postponed, you have no access to the money little or no access to the money without taxes and possibly some severe penalties. So I don't know, folks. Let's start thinking differently. Number two, you need to accumulate capital equal to 50% of your household income. Now, any account in a bank is under $250,000. You're pretty secure in that position because it's backed by the federal government, the US government. But I would also recommend that you have some cash at home in a box, fireproof box, a little safe or whatever. But you need to have three to six months of everyday cash living expenses food, gasoline, transportation for three to six months in cash. Because I believe the digital currency that they're working on is going to cause the biggest, biggest. turmoil in the banking system and losing access to capital readily ever in the history. We're already seeing things happen in the United States and around the world that are historic, never been before. God bless you. Get my book, for Family Money Farm. There it is right there, CFO project. You can get it by going to cfo-project.com right there, put in your name and email address, and you'll get an email with a link in that email to be able to download both of my books. God bless you all. Have a great day. I'll see you in a couple. Bye-bye.